0: Hey, Khaleesi's. Welcome to Ask Stasi, my extra podcast where I talk a little bit about myself, okay, a lot, and answer your email questions or Twitter questions. I mean... For the most part, I answer email questions because they're just like so involved. Um, but if I see a good tweet at me with the hashtag Ask Stassi, uh and I feel like it's a good topic, i definitely take that into consideration and try and answer those too. Um, so, yeah, first of all, I apologize that this is a day late doing my best. I was in Connecticut for the last uh, few days at Foxwoods Resort and Casino and had a really good time um, it was so awesome being there so if okay if you're just catching up you know with my podcast and you have no idea what I'm talking about uh, me Sheena Katie and Kristen and Rachel we all went to Foxwoods Resort and Casino for an appearance for Sheena Shay's birthday and I've been announcing it for the last, you know, month and a half or two months. And we've been, you know, discussing it on Twitter and putting it out there. And when we did, in fact, like end up going, I met so many listeners, so many Khaleesi's. And it just made me so happy and it warmed my heart in, 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 Ways that no one could ever imagine because I say this all the time. My listeners are the fucking best because I feel like we're all on the same page just in terms of life. You know, we all have a good sense of humor. We get it. You know, we know what's up. And I got to spend a lot of time not only taking photos and just meeting everyone, but actually having conversations with a lot of you. And I wanted to give some people shout outs, some um, Amanda Vincent and Brendan McCarthy and Trisha Higgins, just to name a few. I'll 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 shout out some more hopefully next podcast. Um I I got to have long conversations with a lot of you and and it was it was so wonderful just to know that like we're all connecting in such a 2016 way like you guys feel like you know me and because I read your emails and meet you I feel like I know you because I know that you know me it's so weird but it's it's really cool and it's awesome and I'm I'm very thankful I got to have that opportunity and that experience and Foxwoods Resort was like the best I'll get into more stories about that in a bit um But I wanted to just just lead with that real fast, because uh, if you were one of the people that showed up for our appearance, I thank you very much. You made it all worthwhile. So, um, y'all. If you are sick of hearing me talk about Mercury in retrograde, raise your hand. I don't care because this shit is fucking real, (laughs) like in ways that I could never have expected. I know I've been talking about it on almost every single podcast episode, but that's because it's like taking over not only my life, but my friends' lives. Just weird things just keep happening. Um, Yeah, the most weird thing happened. So when we were on our way to Connecticut, so going to the airport, um... Maybe I should step back and preface this a little. Y'all remember when Sheena Shea was on my podcast and I was talking about how me and Katie were in San Diego for Justin Bieber concert. And Kristen, Sheena and Rachel all booked their plane tickets without us. And we got really we got annoyed. So we ended up buying first class tickets for me, Katie and Schwartz um, on a different flight because the first class tickets were like way more expensive on the flight that they were on. So we were like, fuck this. If they're going to buy their plane tickets without us, then we're just going to buy first class. But then we went and looked it up and it was just like mad amounts of money, like two grand an airplane ticket. Um, no, thank you. So we were like, well, I guess we'll just go on another flight just like at the same time. So we'll all get there at the same time so we can just have like a good experience. So that's what we decided to do. But we were all going to the airport at the same time, but we were all going separately. So let's just count. Let's let's talk about who's going. Me, Rachel, Katie, Tom Schwartz, Kristen, her boyfriend, her boyfriend, Carter, Sheena and Shay. My, I feel like I might be leaving someone out, but I don't think that I am. So we all go separately to the airport at first. The airport is just a complete mess Like you would have thought it was Christmas morning or, or no it's like Christmas like what is it like The day before Christmas Eve or something When it's the busiest day it was insane uh, The night before Kristen had kept me up until like Four in the morning because that is what they do And I can't hang so um, She said before she left She's like do you want to drive with me and Carter We're going to go early at like 1030 mm. No Why would I want to go early at 1030 Like, who wants to, like, freely wake up earlier than they need to wake up? And I'm thinking in my head, yeah, sure, Kristen, you're going to go on. You're going to go early. You can't even make. She's never even on time for things. So, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. So, who's the first person to get to the airport? Okay, fine. I was the second. Sheena and Shay got there first. Me and Rachel decided to just take an Uber there, and we got there second. So then Kristen, Katie, Carter, Schwartz, they are nowhere to be found and they're not even close. So Kristen's texting us saying Carter can't find parking. Why all these people decided to drive to the airport? I have no idea. Like that's like I hate driving to the airport and then parking and then like either like having to walk far, or like taking a shuttle. It's just like ugh, I can't. Um, but they all did it. And Kristen was literally about to miss her flight because they were. Boarding, and she still hadn't even gotten past uh, security when Carter finally got there. And um, at the last minute, I mean, she made it onto the flight because I- I'm telling you, this chick can accomplish anything. I'm, like, I'm, she was probably like escorted in like a fancy bedazzled wheelchair. Like that's um, I wouldn't be surprised. She always makes it work. So I'm sitting there with Katie and Schwartz and we're drinking at the bar waiting for our flight to start boarding. And uh, Kristen says, she makes it. She made it. And I'm like, of course she did. Of course she did. They leave. They take off. All that stuff. We go and we get on our plane. And then all of a sudden, we get these text messages from them. And we're all in a mass text. The bane of my existence. Because that phone always just chirps all the time. Got to put that shit on. Do not disturb. You know what I mean? And um, they text us that the Airplane is turning around Because something's wrong with it And they're waiting they, So they were waiting They went back They're waiting in their plane At the terminal for like ever They're f- And I'm like Oh that sucks Like that totally sucks We take off But we got that go go in flight You know what I mean So we get text messages While we're up in the air And they're giving us updates They all get evacuated Off of the flight And they're told that there's no other flight going to where we're going to connecticut not even like i'm like well i'm asking like is there like a connecting flight from new york to what i mean there has to be something and they're saying no um so they don't know what to do and me and katie are sitting next to each other on the plane we're just like holy shit this like sucks so bad for them like mercury in retrograde like oh my goodness then uh, I get another text from Rachel saying, fuck, Stassi. And then that made me scared because, like, I don't know, when you, like, see that in like, write, like written down, like, texted to you, it's like, fuck, what did I do? And I, like, I go back thinking about, like, all the things that I've done over the last five days. Like, did I do something mean that I don't even know about? And then I start second-guessing myself and feeling like, did I murder her boyfriend and just not know? Like, you always, like, make up the worst stories in your head when somebody texts you something like that without explaining it. Then she writes... You have my ID. Oh my gosh. So she is at an airport and I am up in the air on my way to Connecticut with her ID. Why did I have her ID? Because we wanted to get a drink and get enchiladas for Cinco de Mayo at the airport. And we only had 20 minutes to do it. So we split. I was like, I'll get the alcohol. You get the enchiladas. And I forgot to give her her license back because I had to prove she was over 21. So that then I like seriously panic. Like I there's nothing I can do about it at this point. Like what I I'm in the air. Nothing I can do to make that better. And she writes I they're writing that they don't know what to do because she can't leave the airport because how is she gonna get back in? But there are no flights going to Connecticut, so they're gonna be stuck somewhere overnight. But does that mean that she's gonna have to sleep overnight in the airport? What? Like can this get any more mercury and retrograde y? Like at all So I'm sitting there Feeling bad And they say Okay we were able To book a flight To Minnesota And when we But it The flight isn't Going to be for seven hours So they were all Stuck at the airport <laughs> LAX For seven hours And couldn't leave um, Rachel didn't have Her IDI at it So she gets on They get on the plane Seven hours later When we're Pretty much already In Connecticut And they fly to minnesota at that point what is rachel to do because she can't leave the airport without because she won't be able to get back in without an id i mean you know how it is uh security is insane so she's able to talk to the people at the airport and they give her like this whole thing where like she has to answer all these questions and fill out all this stuff and prove that she's Googleable. Thank God for that, that she's a comedian. So people can Google her and see that she's really her. And then she can leave the airport and she has to come back extra early, like two hours early the next day for her flight to Connecticut so that she can prove that it's really her and get on without an ID. So if that wasn't like shitty enough, then they start texting us, oh my gosh, they didn't even put us in the same hotels. So they all get dispersed to like a Best Western over there, a La Quinta over there, a Holiday Inn over there. And it's just like insane. And me and Katie and Schwartz are like, holy crap, this is like the worst story. ever. This sucks because we only had three days in Connecticut. So like this is the absolute worst. They're going to get here a full 24 hours later. And then we get more text messages saying no one fucking talk about how we deserve this because we bought our plane tickets on our own. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile that's all me and Katie can talk about And joke about Like we're, li- we're sitting in our, our Well like more hood rat first class Ticket seats because like it wasn't like The nicest plane ever Hence why the seats were cheaper And but we're drinking As much alcohol as we can drink Because it's free And cheersing and just joking That well You know shouldn't buy plane tickets without us And then maybe you'd be on a flight like ours Landing in Connecticut at the appropriate hour and not 24 hours later, um, I did actually feel really bad because once they actually got there, 24 hours later, they said they were only given $200 vouchers from Delta. What? Delta? You couldn't do any better than that. All you could do was $200 vouchers. That's not even. That's like that's like a quarter of a flight. Sometimes, like, where do you have to go in order to use that? Sacramento. San Diego? Literally. Like, what are you going to do with $200? That was like ridiculous. You know what I mean? So, that is proof, you guys, that Mercury is on some sort of drug. Like, if Mercury was a person, it would probably be, like, on that show that was like, oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Mercury is the dude from Breaking Bad. Or no, like, he makes the drugs right i never watched that show fine mercury's on heroin or something crystal meth whatever you want whatever your drug of choice is that's what Mercury's on and it's worse than normal so everybody watch out i've actually really enjoyed like receiving all of your emails where you're telling me your mercury and retrograde stories we're all going through it together you know what i mean when does it end i think may 22nd yeah it couldn't come soon enough Okay, I'm going to get to your emails soon. Uh, first, I'm going to talk about my new bra situation. Well, I, I, I talked about how I have this new thing. I have a drawer, which I like to call now Stasi's Stash, thanks to another listener. And when I open this drawer, I'm looking for a gift for a friend. You know, when you're going to a party and say it's a bachelorette party or a birthday party or someone's not sick anymore party or a housewarming party... Um, any kind of party and you just don't know what to bring your host or get for the occasion, Well, I have a drawer to figure that out. In the drawer this week, I've got um, bras, first of all, because I'm really into it right now. Uh, Third Love, they have this 24-7 t-shirt bra, which has been so convenient to me because I got my breast reduction and I've been... Basically not wearing bras at all Offending people because my breasts Are still large they're still D's I'm acting like I'm Kendall Jenner like I'm A negative A situation And I think It's time to reel it in You know it's time for for me to start Wearing bras again I don't Need to uh to scare Small children when I walk Around without a bra So third love sent me this nude t-shirt bra which is what they are specializing in right now it's their new thing because it is seriously so seamless and supportive under the thinnest shirt it's a memory foam it's tagless and it's foam padded with like a hook and eye and it doesn't have like an underwire so it's so 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 comfortable Actually, I'm wrong because I'm wearing it right now and it does have an underwire. I just felt for it. But it's like, a, it's like a super comfortable underwire that you don't think you're wearing an underwire. Okay, regardless. If you're looking for a present to give to your friends or even if you're just looking for a really nice bra that you can wear under t-shirts or kind of with anything and it doesn't look like you're wearing a bra you don't want it to show through your clothes, you have to try Third Love. And I'm going to surprise you with something. You get to try it for free. That's right, for free Because I have an offer where all you have to do is pay for shipping Wear it free for 30 days You can take the tags off You can wear it, wash it Wear it every day Don't wash it or wash it Whatever you want Try it out And on the 30th day, if you don't like it, you can send it back And if you do, then they can just charge your card Isn't that the best? Because you know how hard it is to try and find a bra that fits people I mean, it's tough out there like even when I go to Victoria's Secret, I feel like everybody fits Victoria's Secret. I don't. Nothing ever fits right. So if you can try a bra for a whole month and see if you like it, and then return it, well, you return it for nothing. I mean, isn't that the best situation I have ever for women? Tell your friends about it. Get it for a friend for a party. Get it for yourself. Try it. I'm telling you, it's amazing. So go to thirdlovecom Stasi. That's T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E dot com slash Stassi. And you can try the 24-7 t-shirt bra for free for 30 days. Yep. Um, I got another gift to give. And that is food. And that's plated food. Yes. You can give someone the gift of making them cook. Right? I'm kidding. Just like get it for yourself. You know, I use plated because I like to try and convince my family or my boyfriend's family that I'm good at cooking, which I'm not. So if I'm ever having a dinner party or if I just have, you know, somebody over that I want to impress, um, I go to plated.com and I, I look through all of the recipes and I'm telling you, it is insane recipes. Chef Chef designed recipes where when you finally cook this meal and you see it on the plate, not only does it taste like a restaurant meal, but it looks like one. And this is how you can just trick people into thinking that you're a really good cook. Every time, every time I order plated, it's the same situation. I get an insulated box sent straight to my door with the freshest ingredients and they're all perfectly like pre-portioned so you're not wasting anything. If you're somebody that's busy or if you just don't have, you know, if you don't have the time to go to the grocery store, or look at recipes, you know, or go through the recipe once you've even bought all the ingredients and and measure everything out, if you're a, a moron like me, well then this is right up your alley because it takes two seconds to go to the website and pick what you want for exactly how many people you want to cook it for on the exact day that you need it and everything that you cook is like it's like 45 minutes or less or something like that it's super easy Uh, but if you go to plated.com slash stassi right now you can get a free dinner for two with your first purchase so basically you're getting like a free night's worth of dinner or two nights if you're just going to cook for yourself and you're single. You know what I mean? So take advantage of that. That's like, if you're single, that's two nights that you won't have to pay for for dinner. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, check it out. Plated.com slash Stassi and feed yourself. Okay. All right, so I've been reading all your emails, especially over the yesterday when I was just dead to the world after I got back from this trip. I'll hopefully talk about it more on my next podcast, which I'm recording with Christina Kelly. So that will be available on Thursday. Um, It was a really fun trip, but I was hungover every single day. I'm just, I'm a wimp. I don't get it. Like I had to sleep till like 2 p.m. every single day and everyone else was was not was going to bed like hours and hours after me and waking up hours and hours before me. I just I don't understand. I don't understand. I feel like do they have like charcoal pills just like hidden in every corner of their purse so that they're always set and not having a hangover? I don't get it. Um so yesterday was a little rough for me. I spent it uh reading your emails, writing down notes, responding to as much as I could can and um watching game of thrones and re-watching southern charm episodes to get me excited for last night's for monday's episode um god i love southern charm and i love game of thrones i should start talking about game of thrones more i know christina likes game of thrones so maybe i'll bring that up with her but southern charm did not disappoint all over again what is with this cast why do i like every single almost every single one of them I don't get it. It's like the most likable cast. Yeah, some of them like I have like my issues with, but I feel like that's just because I might not be seeing the best version of who they actually are. So I don't want to name names yet until I like fully finish it. Um but I, I, I really feel like I'm mildly obsessed. It's like Southern Charm has replaced Scream Queens now that like Scream Queens is on hiatus. Um I need to meet all of them and I feel like a stalker. So that's what I was doing. Now I'm going to get to your emails and I'm going to start with actually my favorite one because to me it was one of, uh, I mean, I think a topic that everybody's always interested in. And it's, um, I don't know, I'll just get right into it. Not going to name names because I don't know if she didn't say. You know anything about naming a name or if she cared but just in case I'm gonna call her AJ and she I can't read this whole thing but so she's been in a relationship with her boyfriend for 12 years since she was 17 and she, they've lived together since she was they were 19 so she's gonna be 29 this year okay so we all done the math in our head Uh, She thought that they were just going to be like a Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell situation and never get married. But as she's gotten older, she says that she really wants to. And she's seen all of her friends and everyone she knows getting married and taking the next step, all of that. And now she's she's wanting that. She says her boyfriend does not like to talk about emotions at all. He never brings it up or acts like he's interested. His actions are the same. Uh, She throws it in his face when they get in fights, but he never actually, like, responds or acknowledges it. You know, she says, well, if you don't want to marry me, then leave. He doesn't respond. Okay. And then she goes on to say, part of me feels like he'll never want to, and I'm just a convenience. Romance has never existed. That's a big one right there, okay? Let's not forget that. And quite honestly, I feel like I'm taking advantage of 75% of the time. That's a big one, too. I'm really torn and sick of, tired of feeling like I'm not good enough. I feel like as soon as I hit 29, I'm going to completely fall apart. And this is making me very angry and resentful. Do I give him an ultimatum? Then again, after 12 years, should I even have to give an ultimatum? My best friend is getting married in July. Um, Will this give him a kick in the balls? Whatever. Okay. I say this every Ask Stassi episode. I'm not an authority on anything. I mean, maybe on wine, but, like, honestly, not even that. You heard my Cameron Hughes interview. I don't know shit. So I'm just here to tell you what I think, but that doesn't mean that I'm right, okay? 12 years is a long fucking time, and... After being together for 12 years, I would think that you guys would have like the communication skills down in order to like it, you or at least you would be open enough with each other to where you could really talk about what you're feeling and and that doesn't seem to be there. So that to me that's strange that after 12 years you can't say you can't sit down and say what you want without it being a fight. Cuz I feel like there should be like a respect thing a best friend situation at least but what made what really like stood out to me in this email is when she said when you said uh romance has never existed okay what 12 years without romance like not even in the beginning that is not I don't like the word normal that's not common or at least I would think I think with every relationship at some point, even if the romance isn't as exciting as it used to be, at least you have the memory of when it was the most exciting with that person. So that to me is a little alarming. And the fact that you're saying that you feel taken advantage of 75% of the time, well, that is a lot of your time. (laughs) 75% is a lot of time. Um... I don't believe in ultimatums at all. I I don't think that you can't force somebody to do something. I don't think that it's ever, if you force an ultimatum, then how are you ever going to know if, if when you get what you want, if it's genuine and if, and would, don't you only want something that they want too? otherwise, what's the point? But I think you should, I, I think right now what AJ you're focusing on is just the fact that you want to get married and you feel like that's what you should be doing. Um, but you don't seem like you actually like him that much because, I mean, think about what you want in a relationship. Don't you want romance? Don't you want to feel like an equal, like you are worth it? Because most relationships, you get to have romance and feel like an equal. And if you've been in a relationship since you were 17, maybe you haven't experienced enough. But on on one hand, there are so many people that I know that have been in relationships since they were 17 that are the best relationships I've ever seen they've only been in one relationship they got married had a baby and they are more stable than anyone else so there are no rules and anything can happen and everyone has their own path and everyone has like their own things that they can deal with and put up with There, you know everyone has a different threshold so maybe romance isn't something that is a deal breaker for you while it is for somebody else if romance is the lack of romance isn't a deal breaker and feeling taken advantage of is isn't a deal breaker then I think you should evaluate your relationship and what you really love about it and what issues you have with it be fair just because you're feeling frustrated don't be so hard on him with the whole cons list try and really you know think about what the relationship gives you what you're you're getting from it and what you love from that person and and also at the same time you know try and critique it and and take notice to the things that are bothering you and write that down i don't believe in giving an ultimatum and i don't think this whole question is even about marriage i think it's about you figuring out whether you should be with this person and i'm not saying you don't want to and he's wrong for you he could be prince charming Maybe he needs because he's been in a relationship for 12 years where where you have allowed him to not be emotive and not talk about his emotions. He thinks that that's normal. So maybe it's both of your faults that he's not emotional or talking about things because you're all he knows. I think that the only way to really change something is to like shake things up and and switch the routine, whether that's like going on a trip together that you never would have done normally or um maybe seeing a therapist which it would be out of character for you too or I, I i don't know just something to shake it up and really make you guys think about what each of you wants oh gosh i really hope that's good advice i mean i don't know i just know that i've been with patrick for almost three years and i'm super open about the fact that we We uh, a lot of the times are in an up and down relationship because things are hard. Nobody has a a perfect relationship. And when we were living together in Los Angeles and I we decided to move out, it was it was really scary. And a lot of people thought we were crazy, like, oh, well, if you can't live together, then how are you ever going to have a you know, how are you going to live together in the future if you ever get married or something? And to that, I just say that there are no rules. I'm 27 and I'm trying to figure it out. And what I've realized since moving out on my own is that like, it's really fun to be independent. It's really fun to know that you're, that, that you're okay on your own. And and I love having my own apartment that, or at least, and I'm not saying I want to live alone forever, just being able to take care of myself and buy myself things and, do what I want and hang out with my girlfriends whenever I want to. It's, it's made me appreciate being in a relationship with him more. And I think shaking up our routine is what helped that. And I'm not saying that our relationship is 100% awesome. Now definitely is not. We still have our drama (laughs) a lot, but it's different. And I think, I'm happier because I have a more of a sense of self and maybe to AJ you need more of a sense of self or you you would be happier with more of one because you've been in a relationship since you were a teenager and you've been living together since you were a teenager so maybe you need to kind of see appreciate yourself because you really can't you can't be happy with somebody else or treat somebody the right way when you're not when you don't do that ready for your yourself if that makes sense I want to uh, take a moment real fast before I get to the next email question and give a shout out to a to a Khaleesi who um had like the, she's been having the worst time ever and I know a couple weeks ago I did an ask Stassi podcast where I just talked about feeling down and sad and depressed and I also answered questions on how to get over a breakup and I said, you are more, I think everybody, you know, there's this thing that we all think that we need to get over it right away and start working out, look good dye our hair, make ourselves happy, pretend like everything's awesome. It's not. You need time to mourn and feel bad for yourself and be a little destructive. And I don't mean destructive as in something that could really hurt yourself. I mean, if you want to drink beer all day long and pass out at 5 p.m., like by all means, you're not going to hurt anyone by doing that. Everyone needs to get out their pain in some way and, and let it go. And um, I'm, s- it's these types of emails that I get from people that make me super... Glad and and feel fulfilled that I that I I I shared that I was going through oh, like um just a, a low time like a low time just not feeling good and it, it just makes it all worth it because I get yeah you know like I was worried that that podcast was going to be boring as fuck and i got an overwhelming response of people just saying thank you so much like that i needed that exactly when that podcast came out and this girl i started crying reading her email because what she's gone through is so basically her mom has been she's had stage four cancer for two and a half years and she dropped everything to come home and take care of her and over the last few weeks It got really, really bad. And she passed away. And she talks about how her mom loved a good margarita. So, and how her mom was awesome, gorgeous, supporting, intelligent, and badass. And she knew how to party. She was just a cool fucking chick. And so now, everyone, when you have a margarita, I want you to think of Hannah Brown's mom. Um, Because she, well, she passed away. And... Hannah said that listening to what I said about how to handle a breakup and being able to handle your grief and feel bad, uh, you know, for yourself and do whatever you need helped her because she realized she didn't have to pretend like everything was okay and go to the gym and go back to work and, you know, act like nothing was wrong. You don't have to do that. And I feel for you, Hannah. And you're awesome. And I've been thinking about you since I read your email. So I had to give a shout out. And if, you know, you're listening to this and if somebody else is listening to this and it registers, uh, just think of Hannah and have a margarita and cheers to her mom. Because I'm going to make a margarita when I stop doing this podcast and I'm going to cheers to her mom. So we're thinking about you, Hannah. Okay, so... This question from Taylor is a question that I get asked all the time. So it's not just Taylor, but this is Taylor's email. Um, It's about, what's a friendship question? She wrote, I have had a best friend on and off since grade nine. I'm done college now, but I feel like she's disappearing out of my life. And is it weird that she's changed changed so much I'm kind of excited about it, meaning she's excited that she's disappearing out of her life since she's so different now. What is your advice for kind of leaving a friendship behind and figuring out if that was the right move? Um, okay, there's no right answer for this, or I don't think so. And a lot of you guys know that I'm somebody that when I feel hurt or slighted or or betrayed or or anything anything like that I have a tendency to cut people out and not hear them out and that has been something that I have seriously spent a lot of time on with <laughs> that didn't even make sense a lot of time working on so I'm a little biased when it comes to cutting people off because I'm realizing that that's something I don't ever want to do anymore of course Um, there's something to be said for friendships that are, that have kind of run its course or whether, or the fact that you say that your friend has changed and that happens. We're not all going to stay the same. Like that, that is, especially if you've known her since you were 13 or 14 years old. Um, I think that what you need to do is, is really think about what it is about this person that you used to really love and who it is that she who who she is right now and really think about if you didn't have her in your life anymore what that would mean because i'm somebody that i'm really i'm i'm very bad at keeping in touch with people i'm very bad at responding to text messages answering phone calls even responding to emails, I get overwhelmed with it or I see a text message from somebody and I think, oh, and and it makes me smile and I I read it and then I'm like, I bet I have to. And literally what happens to my brain is like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to respond to that in a second or like in an hour or something because I'm normally in the middle always doing something. So when I see the text message i don't think i better respond to that right now and i also don't like getting into texting conversations uh so i if i knew that know that i can't respond again then i don't want to send a text also so i suck at this okay but since i've made an effort with a lot of people i have grown very thankful for those friendships every friendship's different so I mean, there are friends that I talk to once a year. And when I do talk to those people, it's like no time has passed. And we can talk about anything, confide in each other with everything. And I still feel like that person is a best friend. But we just have a relationship where we see or talk once a year. Sometimes more, sometimes less. But that's the type of friendship we have. Then I have friends that... I see almost every day or I talk to almost every day. And that doesn't mean that that friendship is better. It's just different. So maybe instead of cutting this person out, because anybody who says, who feels that they're a little excited about them disappearing. Well, I think maybe you need a break or you need a shift in the way that you treat this relationship. You don't need to be somebody who talks every other day or once a week or even once a month why don't you let your that friendship that you guys have shift into something else and it's not going to mean that the friendship's over it's just going to be different and that way you're not losing a friend who down the line you may need or they she may need you or you know you got you might change and then you find each other again and the friendship's ends up being better than ever. I, I Don't cut anything off. I don't think there's any reason to confront somebody unless, I mean, you really fucking hurt. <laughs> like, But it doesn't sound like you are. It just sounds like this person's different. She, you guys used to be similar. You used to be best friends on and off. And y'all are growing up doing different shit. You might not agree with the shit that she does and she might not agree with the shit that you do. It doesn't mean that you you have to let go of all of the history that you have because history is something that's very special and I have a new respect for it. And even with my friends from home, from new Orleans, I love that I have kept in touch with so many of them because it's, I just feel so completely happy when I finally do get to talk to them or see them. And, 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 you know, you can reminisce about things that have happened. But, you know, I'm also somebody that likes to think about the past. And I like to relive moments and look at pictures and, and read old diaries. And I, I love that stuff. A lot of my friends aren't like that. Sheena Menina's not like that. I literally, when I did my podcast with her in New Orleans, I, I, I was like, I have a surprise for you. Because I found a big bag of old photos from high school that she had left at my house from when I was in high school. And I brought it to her and she's like, ew, why would you do this? I'm like, what do you mean? You don't wanna look at all of these old pictures? Like, this is from 10 years ago, how exciting is this? Over 10 years ago. And she's like, no, I don't look at pictures, like throw that out. And I'm like, what? Like, But it's history, it's your life. She's like, no, it's all about now. It's all about now and living right now. You don't need that old energy. Y'all know Sheena Menina. You know, of course she would say that. So maybe you're not that type of person. But my advice for you is to try and just shift the friendship into something different. And don't completely lose it. Um, so, yeah. I When I have Christina on the podcast, I'm saving some of your questions. Because I know that she will have a different answer than I would for some things. And I'd really like to hear her... Discuss a lot of these topics So I'm going to save a lot For her Thank you guys for listening Please go to iTunes And subscribe to my podcast And rate it Because It makes my life easier If I get good ratings You know Um, I love you And I had so much fun Meeting a lot of you In Connecticut This past weekend Uh, Yeah See you guys on Thursday Bye Khaleesi's